See that one? Uh, I I can't only see the ha- Okay, wait. Okay, there we go. Oh, that's pretty good. All right. It's <laughs> the, the glasses. I, I, those are just her glasses, aren't they? <laughs> yes. <laughs> she got a new pair of glasses, and it took me. I'm real proud of this. I'm real proud of this. She got a new pair of glasses, and I was like, those glasses look really nice. You know, there was something about them I just couldn't put my finger on. And I thought about it, and I thought about it for several days, and it finally hit me. Those glasses make my wife look like Jeff Goldblum. Did you realize it because you reali- you gradually realized you were all of a sudden far more attracted to her? Mm. I mean, she's always looked like Jeff Goldblum. When you look closely... Her facial structure is very similar <laughs> to Jeff Goldblum's facial structure. All right. They have similar hair, too. They both have fabulous hair. And they're yeah. both great people. Yeah, and phenomenal actors. They were both excellent in David Cronenberg's The Fly. Agreed. Uh, I, th- I, thought, I thought Christine was a little bit better in the original The Fly. Yeah. Um, yeah. What, did you... Uh, did you uh, ask what I was drinking? I'll tell you what I'm Yeah, drinking. what are you drinking? Chris? Okay, that's, that's that, Those are the words I was looking for. <laughs> look, look, I'm not going crazy this week. I've got a, got my mug of Bigelow brand French vanilla tea. Good. Got my orange sippy cup of water. Great. Got a lime LaCroix. Mm-hmm. Got another lime LaCroix. Okay. Um, I've got a Foco brand tamarind juice. Oh, yeah, that's okay, a product right. of Tha- Thailand. <laughs> got a got a uh, Chow Kuo brand grass jelly drink. Ugh. Product of Taiwan. No, that looks delicious. Got a. I just wasn't uh, ready for it. Taste Nirvana brand roasted young coconut juice. I'd like to remind you that you said you were not going crazy this week. No, I'm not. I got all okay. these at the same location. Okay. Um. And oh, do, then, you, do you normally go to several different locations to get your drinks? Yeah, you see, for... have to scout out the whole... I oh, mean, okay. I, I usually spend all week accumulating <laughs> drinks. So These, have, you, have you, like, not gone to your real job half-assed. since we started podcasting? I mean, very little. It was real half-assed, these. I, you know, I just... Last minute... Uh, last one. Um, uh, honey Pussy uh, Ume Toringo. That's um, uh, plum and apple drink. You can see it's got a little got a little plum in there. Oh, I see that. Yeah, it says on the says on the uh, bottle there, Hachimitsuidi, which means with honey. So this I'm looking forward to this one. That's nice. Product, that's nice need, that you don't have to add your own honey. Yeah, needless to say, product of Japan. I think needless to say, John, what are you drinking? I can confirm I did, that I you did not to need to say that. The roast uh, coconut juice was a product of Thailand. So Thailand, Thailand, uh, okay. Taiwan, Japan. What about the LaCroix? Wherever, no one knows where they make huh. LaCroix. It's a mystery. Uh, Chris, uh, I've decided to uh, kind of strip things back this week. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. So I know, I know, uh, you know, I, I introduced Sinar to the podcast last week. <laughs> and you'll be happy to know that this week I am again drinking a glass of Sinar on the rocks. I am glad to hear that. A glass of Aperol on the rocks. <laughs> and a glass of Campari on the rocks. Oh, nice. What else? That's it. Okay, that's fine. That's, you know, if you're, that's fine. I'm keeping it simple. No, you should keep it simple. I agree with you. I'm keeping it simple. 
Uh, I, oh, I guess I also have a, a tiny little jar of uh, of bitters here. <laughs> if I run out of if I run out of those first three. Also, uh, there's that there's that corn nut that you found uh, inside your microphone. Yeah. <laughs> it's unclear if it was inside the microphone or just uh, You're listening to Being Jim Davis. They tell us, John, that we are weak, unable to cope with so formidable an adversary. But when shall we be stronger? Will it be next week or next year? Will it be when we are totally disarmed and when a British guard shall be stationed in every house? Shall we gain strength by irresolution and inaction? Shall we acquire the means of effectual resistance by lying supinely on our backs and hugging the delusive phantom of hope until our enemies shall have us bound hand and foot? John, we're not weak if we make a proper use of those means which the God of nature hath placed in our power. Three millions of people armed in the holy cause of liberty and in such a country as that which we possess are invincible by any force which our enemy can send against us. Besides, John, we shall not fight our battles alone. There is a just God who presides over the destinies of nations and who will raise up friends to fight our battles for us. The battle, John, is not to the strong alone. It is to the vigilant, the active, the brave. Besides, John, we have no election. If we were base enough to desire it, it is now too late to retire from the contest. There is no retreat but in submission and slavery. Our chains are forged. Their clanking may be heard on the plains of Boston. The war is inevitable and let it come. I repeat it, John. Let it come. It is in vain, John, to extenuate the matter. Gentlemen may cry, peace, peace, but there is no peace. The war is actually begun. The next gale that sweeps from the north will bring to our ears the clash of resounding arms. Our brethren are already in the field. Why stand we here idle? What is it that gentlemen wish? What would they have? Is life so dear? Or peace so sweet is to be purchased at the price of chains and slavery. Forbid it, almighty God! I know not what course others may take. But as for me, give me Garfield! Or give me death! My name is Christopher Winter, and I'm Jim Davis. My name is John Gibson, and I'd just like to say, Chris, I'm very impressed that you managed to recite, th- recite that entire speech from memory. Thank uh, you. Listeners can't tell this, but uh, you, your computer was not even on. I was blindfolded. As you read that. Yeah, you were, yes. Um, 
Yeah. Blindfold- <laughs> Not only was I blindfolded, I, sp- I, I was spun around <clears throat> multiple times before beginning the speech. I had to locate the microphone by scent of smell alone. Sense of smell. I imagine you, you, you must have listened to Bruce Carlson's latest episode on Patrick Henry. Nope. Okay. Don't and me. I am Jim is Davis. He, is Bruce Carlson the same as Dan Carlin? No. No, it's an okay. entirely different history podcast. Not familiar with that guy. Uh, my history can beat up your politics. Check it out. Oh, that guy. There's yeah, a link in the show notes. Not a fan. There's a link in the show notes. Not a fan. <laughs> uh, John. Thank you. <laughs> it's today. Oh, really, really blew my wad Wait, on that one. <laughs> which which one of us at the beginning of this session was like, oh, let's just let's just hammer it out. Let's just get this just boom 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 one after the other like who 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 was it that said that and then read the what i'm guessing is the longest ever introduction (laughs) you know we've ever done okay you say you say that it was the longest ever introduction i said i was guessing that as 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 if that was like i was going out of control but I really only read the final two paragraphs of a very long speech from the Virginia House of Burgesses. Those, I mean, it could have it those, could have been much longer. Those damn blue collared Burgesses, man. Those flying Burgesses, uh, John. Today <laughs> doesn't make Today is Monday. Oh, that's a good tagline. Hang on. Today is Monday, the twentieth of August, nineteen seventy nine. And what are we doing? We're looking at the 428th ever Garfield strip. John, what yes, happens? we are, Chris. What happens in today's Garfield? Uh, Chris, in and try and speed it along. We're trying to, yeah, trying no, to get I'm through sorry. this. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let me, let me, let me just talk faster here. Thank uh, you, Chris. In today's episode of Garfield for August, August. 20th, 1979. <laughs> Did I? It didn't sound oh. right. <laughs> You are you are as out of touch as the tyrannical king of England. Okay, look, I'm pretty sure this is dramatic irony, but I'm not going to say anything about it during the podcast because I do not want to get into that argument today. John, well, today's strip is clearly not an example of dramatic irony. Your synopsis was an excellent example of apophysis. <laughs> And so right. I, I doff my hat to you. Thank you. So anyway. Anyway. Uh, all right. One. Where to begin? Okay. All right. That's a good, that's a good, okay. Uh, Stan right. Cowpo. Let's, let's, yeah. That's yeah. how I was going to begin. Okay. Stan all right. Cowpo. A week's getting off to a strong start. Um, John and Garfield are sharing a moment here together. Yeah. Wait, There's am some I looking? eye contact I, going on. I did say August 20th, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, John is kind of smiling at Garfield, and, uh, and Garfield is nonplussed, mm-hmm. you know, but he's not openly hostile, so that's a win <laughs> for Arbuckle. It's true. John it's, says- it's a highly reflective Garfield He says, today. have you ever thought- <laughs> speaking, <laughs> He's speaking to Garfield now. He's just, speaking let's to just, his cat. Let's make that clear. Yeah. Have you ever thought about meeting some nice girl cat and settling down- Garfield, panel one name drop. One thing about this this opening salvo for the week. <laughs> Look, do I appreciate that 
Jim Davis is giving us a panel one name drop so that I know who John Arbuckle's speaking with? Yeah, sure I do. Sure I do. Hypophoric question. However, it's a quite a long speech bubble from John Arbuckle, and you have to get all the way through it before you find out who he's mm, talking to. It's a little I kinda wish inelegant. Said, like, yeah, I kind of wish you'd said, I, yeah. Garfield. Hey, Garfield. Have you ever yeah. thought? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, Garfield, the cat to whom I am speaking. Uh huh. Have you ever? Th- yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Jim that Davis been better. usually been better. he really caters to his brain dead, not paying attention readers. And I feel like today he's demanding a little much from us. Mm. Much like this podcast. Um, and this and podcast Garfield responds in thought. As finish my tea. One might expect at this by this point. <laughs> <laughs> not really. Hmm. John, uh, are cats, I mean, is that a, do cats mate for life? Are cats monogamous? Um, maybe. I mean, it's just, it's an interesting question. Like, have you ever thought about meeting some nice girl cat and settling down Garfield? One. Girl cat is a little, you know. Yeah. Is Garfield not neutered? I don't think we have any textual evidence one way or the other. Mm. Although, you know, no, we have seen him go after girl cats before, haven't we? Uh, that does sound familiar. And, you know, I guess to be fair, John, I'm being a little reductive. There's far more to a companionate love relationship than just the physical act of intercourse. Sure, so, especially if you're a cat. Especially if you've been neutered. Uh, uh, I feel like John Arbuckle's assuming kind of a lot here, but fine. Well, yeah, I mean, he's assuming, I, I, I mean, a lot about Garfield's sexuality and so forth. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, mm, I'm not sure I remember Garfield going after lady cats. <laughs> I definitely remember him lusting after Annette Funicello. <laughs> <laughs> She's a nice girl cat, right? It's possible. Um, panel two. Mm-hmm. We we now have a medium shot of just Garfield center yeah, he's, frame. He's looking very self-reflective to me in this one. Like he looks like he's really digging deep. No, I guess. Okay. Um, that's how he looks to me. I don't know. He looks the same to me. I mean, his, his I guess his head is tilted slightly downward, as opposed to slightly upward in the first. Yeah, panel. I think that's what it is. That's what makes him look self-reflective yeah, and thoughtful. He's, yeah. Okay, he was listening to John uh-huh. in that first panel, and now yep. he's he's turning inward. Yeah. Okay, I'll give yeah. you that. I'll yeah, give you that. I don't think it's the most yeah. introspective we've seen him before, but no, perhaps not. Yeah. But but yeah. Uh, and he thinks he thinks we boy cats cherish our bachelorhood. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm well, not sure I agree, but go ahead. Let's let's move let's move on. I've, I have some I have some points to raise. Okay. Let's, panel let's three. Close out first. Panel three. Slight. Oh, you go ahead. Smiling. I read the last one. Well, okay. No, we just it's basically the same picture, but Garfield is smiling a little more. <laughs> I was I was gonna say the same thing. <laughs> we we are so in sync. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Garfield is uh. thinking, why? I come from a long line of bachelors. It's a legitimate joke. Yeah. Mm. Is it, though? 
Sure. It's Is fine. it? It's fine. I guess. I. What's a bachelor, John? A, an unmarried. Oh, unmarried man. I see. Unmarried man can totally sire a bunch of children. So it's it's very plausible, yeah, that Garfield comes from a long line of matches. Well, and I, I mean, particularly it's, it's, it's since cats rarely to be get true, married. Actually, cats yeah. rarely get married. Yeah, typically only for like promotions that pet stores yeah. are do, are putting on. I'm, yeah, no, I, I think I think that's a that's a valid point that you raise. I'm willing to overlook it. Valid, but unimportant. It's clear from the context that John is referring to. Well, I mean, not to the institution of marriage itself, but to the mm-hmm. general sort of idea of, you know, well, I guess monogamy. Well, yeah. Although then I guess, I guess you're right. You know, it doesn't, monogamy is not really there's some interesting, a requirement for siring offspring. And there's some interesting, uh, it's almost as if John and Garfield are talking past each other a little bit mm-hmm. here. John mm-hmm. never mentions marriage mm-hmm. as such. He says settling down. But as we know, John Arbuckle was a total radical in the 1960s. Uh, the Weather Underground was that whole, you know, they had that smash monogamy phase. Um, it's very possible that when John Arbuckle says settling down, he's not thinking of the traditional patriarchal institution of marriage at all. Uh, and so, so whatever he's thinking of could be compatible with the the dictionary definition of a bachelor. You think he's saying. referring to uh, settling settling down and s- smashing the patriarchy? Is that that could be? Yes, settling down into smashing the patriarchy, <laughs> or settling down into a good book. Mm, I think. Well, okay. What is what 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 is meeting a nice girl cat having have to do with that? I mean, um, yeah. I mean, who's going to smash the patriarchy, John? You think you think you think the boy cats are going to be like the heroes and smash the patriarchy for the girl cats? Sounds like you have a real a real case of white savior syndrome, only Wait, for boy cats. Where did we? I I, I zoned out for a second. What, the cat equivalent of white savior syndrome. It doesn't the, matter. A, a, <laughs> a, a catechism of of. The, yeah. of patriarchy um yeah this one's fine i i think i agree yeah, with now, you that does sort of ruin ruin it to some extent um i i, I had thought this one was right. okay i think i still think it's okay i think it's fine i i mean i i mean because the idea is that garfield I, right, the joke. I mean, maybe mm-hmm. the, is this the joke? I don't know. Uh-huh. I, I I thought I knew what the joke was coming into this. <laughs> no, no, I think it's what but, you thought it was. So the joke is that Garfield doesn't realize where babies come from, right? Is that the joke? I mean, I don't know. Oh. I come from a long line. Like he doesn't realize that that his his ancestors, uh, you know, wow, ha- had had sex with girl cats. I'm sorry, I. I was focused on what you said, and then I took a sip of this tamarind juice, and I really- It's good, huh? It's like I blacked out for a few seconds there. <laughs> it tastes like a hyper-intense Welch's grape juice. Because, okay, so let's- Hang on, I'm going to take one more sip just right. to make sure it was as bad as I thought it was. Let's let's put ourselves ah, in the mindset God. I'm of, not having of the late of 1970s. You know, okay. you, know you, you had the Hayes Code, you know- uh, uh-huh. uh, 
uh, America was a much more conservative place back then. And, you know, it's, it, it's not outside it's the realm of possibility that 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 settling down, you know, not being a bachelor, getting married is synonymous in that context with uh, fathering offspring, you know? I mean, so in, in that realm, I think it, I think it kind of works. It's yeah. like Garfield doesn't realize that, you know, his, 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 his father's fucked. I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna take Whatever. issue with what you've said exactly. I'm not sure. I mean, what the, in some respects, the 1970s was a far more conservative time than the present day. But in others, I mean, this is like the the uh, high crest of the sexual revolution before the relatively Victorian turn of the 1980s. Yeah, that um, was the joke that I was making. I'm sorry if that oh, wasn't was clear. It? I didn't really. I thought you seriously <laughs> meant it because in some ways it's very correct. I mean, the Hayes, certainly, was the Hayes Code still around in the 70s? I don't think so. I was <laughs> pretending to know what that was. Oh, that, that was the precursor to the... Uh, the MPAA, the rating, oh, yeah, that, sort I of think like that was probably gone. Censorship, I think it was probably gone. Yeah, probably like like gone. you, you know, back in the fifties, you couldn't show two cats sharing a bed together, even That's if they were true. married. The two cats were not allowed to share a sandbox. They would have separate <laughs> sandboxes. That's right. <laughs> um, um, I, I think I the way you're the way you're describing it there. It makes a little bit more sense to me that you you referred to this as dramatic irony. I had thought of Garfield's final line as basically just kind of humorously nonsensical, hmm. rather than betraying any actual ignorance about the facts of life on Garfield's part. Yeah, like th- that it was more just like he was saying something kind of weird and dumb and wasn't thinking about it, <laughs> rather than sort of the way Jim Davis writes. Right. Rather I mean, than, like, he genuinely doesn't know where baby cats come from. I mean, that was a safe assumption. Yeah. I mean, they both go, I, look. It works. It works on many levels. Yeah. I guess I would only say, John, according to no less a source than www.typesofirony.com. God damn it. I said I didn't want to talk about it. <laughs> Dramatic irony. <laughs> yeah, okay, never mind. I, yeah, I, the audience knows. Okay, fine, fine. Yeah, it's yeah. Fine. I this, I, I guess I, I was gonna argue about it, but I kind of see what you're getting at. I think it's an edge case, but fine. I mean, this entire show is an edge case. Da 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 da. Um, John, you've been listening to Being Jim Davis, the podcast that gives love a bad name. You can support the program by leaving us a review on iTunes used to say in our script how many stars that review should be. Now it just says a review. So let me rephrase I, that. I you switched can, it up. You can support and or attack the program <laughs> by giving us a review on iTunes. All press is good press. Thanks for doing that. <laughs> no such thing as bad publicity. <laughs> Please visit the blog at www.beingjimdavis.com. to encourage more people to do it. <laughs> where you can get in touch with us, sign up to host the show, or... Whatever. You can follow the program on Twitter at being Jim Davis. Follow me at the Trace Winter. And I'm at inscrutable I.am.the.worst on Instagram. I only post photos of my John, I feel that uh, last week I posted one of my best Instagram photos on Alright. Some pumpkins. Oh. 
That, real nice. That does sound real nice. Except for the fur. Thanks for listening, you bunch of animals. Thank you and good night.